Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now successfully knocked her unconscious Trina with her final conscious breath, <laughs> cast hellish rebuke and nuked her. <laughs> so, um, Trina, you through the folds of unconsciousness as, um, come to stability as uh, Nessa comes to your aid and uses her ma- magic to stabilize you, so you are stable. You don't need Stable but unconscious will have you roll, I guess, con, con rolls to wake up. Um, um, Luna, um, last time, in the last episode, you healed Fiona and Fairies, and I just want to dig a little deeper into that. Okay, so Luna, you notice that Fiona and Farius have both fallen unconscious, and you extend your magic to help them. But something yes. seems to block you. Like what? a hand holding your magic at bay. You shake your head and concentrate again. The magic bursts through whatever wall that was, and you see Fiona rise up, followed by Farius. You see it uh, around the group in the back, which has the arcane boys, Rierick, and Fiona, and the unconscious guards. De- Deirdre, Lady Brayden, comes over and, like, grabs the, the war matron. And it's just like, are you insane? I can't have a high-profile death in my house! She's just, like, moving her out of the, the moonbeam. <laughs> I can't come just like that. I can't deal with that. Oh, fine. Let her in your house. Look, I have. Let me offer a countermeasure. She she pulls like you see her like struggle to pull the, the war matron out and then which is I'm, I'm gonna help her. I love it so I don't hurt them. Yeah, and, and Nessa goes and like stabilizes everyone. Uh, she's just like I can alter her memory. You can do that. Yes. We well, I can alter her memory, but it needs to be something that seems pretty plausible. 
actually feel that? Where would your bodies be? Maybe. Yeah, maybe she saw. Well, she was. I can. Well, she's after me, right? I think she's really more after them. Is she like kind of gestures towards the arcane boys? And Canaris is like, yeah, I mean, she, she kind of kidnapped me. And then put me on display as like a trophy in her public display of power by having me fight Arius. Thank you, remember that. Sorry, bro. Maybe she saw you guys escape during the whole fray. And then saw you guys escape to I don't know, some somewhere else that's an that's an outlier. Uh, yeah, we could maybe say, like, he, you escaped to the south when you really went north. Um, oh. Something like that. Um, yeah. How about, I, I really think, I don't know how, how I don't know when they're going to wake up, so why don't you um, tie them up or something? Yeah. And I reach to my bag and I just pull on my rope. 50 feet of rope. Um, I can... She, she points to, like, the unconscious guards that were, like, the ones that we were dealing with, I could... I, I, I can pay them off. We can cover them up. But these three are going to be a problem. Because I can only change one mind today. So, uh, I guess we'll put these other two... She points to, like, the elite guards that were by the war matron. I guess tie them up and throw them in my wine cellar, and then I can alter their memories tomorrow? Okay, is that possible? Just um, throw in a frying pan every few hours to keep them unconscious? Uh, yeah, definitely have frying pans. I can... Oh, yes, I can... I just need to recuperate, and tomorrow I can actually alter their memories as well. I just, um... Well, that fight took a little bit out of me. She, like, gestures towards, like, that group of, like, eight. Like, I had to cast a few things pretty subtly so they didn't think I was actually involved. It got really weird, but I think I managed to do it. Um, uh, as you're discussing this, you, uh, in, like, the peripheral of your guys' vision, you see um, Farius very calmly get up from unconsciousness and stand. And then Canaris and Narte look nervously at each other. Um, and then um, in like this split section, s- split second of, you know, hesitation, Farius like lunges for Fiona and um, Narte and Canaris like grab him by the arms. And you see this like vicious struggle of, um, feral instinct kick in uh, as Farius, like, tries to, like, claw his way to Fiona, and she's just, like, <sighs> quiet, like, crawling away on the floor, and then Canaris, like, sticks his arm out and, like, shoves it into his friend's mouth, and you see these just sharp fangs just bite and clamp down. Um, Canaris holds his arm out as a 
uh, in front of Farius is an act to block him between me and Fiona. Uh, him and Fiona. Teeth sink into the outstretched arm, and Canaris grimaces as a second bite comes down, <laughs> and Farius eventually calls. The red eyes gloss over until he comes to focus again, and they return to his normal gold. Kenny rings out his arm. Why do you always do two, man? Jeez. Oh, I mean, kind of rubs his arm, and Ferris shakes his head and says, "All right, for Kind of like gives like a slightly apologetic look at Kenny, and uh, Narte kind of looks at the rest of the group. Yeah, we might need a fuel up before we leave. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Um, How should we do that? Well, uh... Um, I mean, we have the blood from our open wounds and pass it over? Um, we have plenty, I think. Whatever works. Um, and is just like, I mean, like, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, Trina, you can wake up by now. Never. You never wake up. <laughs> Can't wake up. Wake me up. Um, wake did, up. did somebody message me? Did somebody message me? I don't see any messages. Um, yeah, I think Trina's just asking if she's awake. Yeah, you're awake. What is happening? Hi. You see, like... Is kind of like rubbing blood off his face, and then Kenny is like kind of rubbing his arm, and they're like, Hey, uh, well, we're gonna uh, uh, handle the war matron. Where is she? Uh, she, they kind of like, I imagine, I don't know who's handling tying her up, but um, I, I've been tying her up. Okay, so she's like at the I think she's with Nessa, right? Yeah, she's kind of on, like, the southern end of the room, so I imagine, um, she'd be by Deirdre, um, and then you came over and, like, helped Deirdre tie her up. So, like, they're, they're currently, like, binding her in, like, 50 rope, <laughs> 50 feet of rope, <laughs> like. Let me get sure that she's secure. Why are we tying her up? So we can wipe out her memory and then get out of dodge. Why don't we just kill her? Because we can't kill her in the house. She oh, might not be Let's kill her outside then. Excuse me. We will not be killing high profile people under my watch. Okay. We can't kill her, period. Why? I was like, because everything will be traced back to me. I can't just, I was like, if Kava fell, the Fregna clan would retaliate viciously. I was like, the whole city knows that, I was like, the city was put under, what's it called, um, quarantine, or um, house arrest, not house arrest. Lockdown? Lockdown. Lockdown. Yes. The whole city was put under lockdown. And all the guards know that she went here. If she goes missing, they're gonna think I did something. I can't cover that up. I can't protect you from that. Oh, I can do that. I'll take care of it. She doesn't need to die, guys. Yes, she does. No, she needs to get out of 
power. If she dies, then yes, that we're going to have bad consequences on their end or our end. But let's look at this. We don't have any proof outside of her coming here to look that the arcane elves were ever here. And Kenny, Kenny kind of raises his hand. He's like, I mean, I was put on display in front of a hundred people. I mean, in this house. That is true. There, there's no proof that they were in this house. And then we all, like, I'm sure that other people know that she was had hunted down Ellie's kind. But she, and, like, they weren't able, if they, when they weren't able to execute Mara, then... She just kind of, we can make it look like she just got caught up in her rage to take out, to just find somebody. That she just came to the Brayden house and attacked because that's where we were. I'm not kidding. I mean, um, we can sort of alter her. I can alter somebody's memory, but I can only do one today. Um, I'd rather it be the war maker and we don't have to kill anyone to get out of this problem. I'm sure we can use other methods to it. Yeah, everything is kind of hinging on her. Frankly, yeah, but uh, I don't want her to stay in power. That's going to screw over everybody as well as us. Even yeah, if we leave. Here's the thing. She doesn't need to be alive. Someone who looks like her needs to be alive. What are you, what are you trying to get at? She's not just going to let this go. She knows that we were here, and unless there is 100% proof that we died and that she was correct, she's going to come after us again. Well, that's why we're going to... I wanted to alter her That's why we're going to alter her memories. Yeah, but that's... Tarina, I, with all due respect to you, you're outnumbered on this, so we're going to be actually. Actually, what if, yeah, what if you, um, and Tarina, looking like the war matron, went back with the guards at some point and then retired? Exactly. She doesn't need to live. We can kill her. I can pretend to be her. But. For how long? There's kind of a lot of family we have to wrap up with. We need to find less knots to tie and untie. Just like I, I mean, this is she's being a complicated person. If you were to just like kind of leave her family behind, yeah, I feel like that's n- not very possible. She would. Why would she leave her seat of power? Okay, um, here's a better option. How about I go over pretending to be her? in the middle of the night we can bring her there dump her dead body there make it look like an assassination but we're still in town that was still coming right now and besides here's the other thing isn't this isn't the Braden household the only house like of the four houses that doesn't have a matron the war matron dies, wouldn't that like be totally fine for the Bradens to maybe make a power play and become powerful in this city? Wouldn't that help you guys more? That makes the Bradens a prime suspect, though. I also really don't want to be involved in politics. You don't have to! Marina, you have to work with the rest of us. This is not going to work in the way that you're saying. This is too complicated. We just have to figure out a way to get us out of town and her off our backs. If we keep adding new things to the pot, there's more things we have to take care of that will bite us in the ass later, okay? 
Okay. I'll grab some frying pans. <laughs> Alright, next we'll we'll have you guys do um group group uh, like charisma? So the three of you yeah, the three of you roll uh general persuasion checks and then we'll well, it wasn't a nat one, which was nice. Twenty-one. Okay. That's that time. I rolled a twenty-two. Okay. No, All right. So you guys wake up the guards. Tell them that uh, you didn't find any arcane elves here. Slide them the gold. They look at uh, how much gold are you sliding their way. Um, I have okay. What's our total? I have one twenty. Rio's just like, yeah, I mean, I actually have a lot of money. 
I'm an engineer. I have a six figure salary. Okay. So it's like, uh, yeah, I can, um, you know. And he just, like, goes upstairs and comes back with, like, these hefty bags of gold and it's just like, here's about a hundred apiece. And then, um, so you guys need to do another persuasion check. That's your group. I need to change guys. This one's not working. That's awesome. I mean, they show the members after a roll. I got a natural 20. I got 16. Okay. I got 7. Okay, yeah, you guys also pass this group so like you kind of wake them up and um and then you tell them what's going on slide with the gold and they're like and like you know you kind of sweet talk them a little bit they're like all right, all right okay she's kind of crazy anyway we don't care <laughs> and um she so, they're her closest friends yeah <laughs> they like kind of um They've been kind of beat up a little bit, so they, like, you know, you, you they kind of clean up a little bit, and, and uh, um, you have the mages casting, like, prestidigitation on them, and then uh, Deirdre says, all right, well, I'll, um, let's have the, um, everyone leave, <laughs> um, the room, so when I cast this, she doesn't find, it's completely believable that she didn't find anyone here. Okay. Okay. Um, and so she casts the Alter Memory. And, um, or, or, um, uh, wait, um, Nessa, can you kind of patch her up? Oh, and Nessa's like, oh, uh, yeah, she heals um, and then, uh, the, and then Deirdre quickly casts Alter Memory, um, and then, um, she, she kind of, like, shoes Nessa away, she's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, I, mean, I assume you guys would have untied her at this point with this rope, you guys aren't idiots. <laughs> Untied her. Like, there's no, nothing happened here. Um, are you guys also hiding? Or no, probably, like, hanging out upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Trying to be kind of normal looking. Okay. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Just get out of the way. And, um... I'm gonna go check in on Trina. Okay. Um... You see the, um, I don't think any of you are present when this happens, but, like, we'll say just briefly you guys see the magic take place, and then Deirdre says, Oh, are you right? Milady, uh, war matron. As you can see, you took, um, uh, you took a little bit of a tumble. Sorry, I have a lot of books everywhere. <laughs> um... And then she's just like, I, uh, they searched as you wanted and didn't find anything. And she's like, right? And then all the guards are like, yeah, nope, nothing, didn't find anything. Mm-mm. And 
and then she looks like so mad. <laughs> and then she looks to her elite guards. We didn't find anything. They're like, nope, not at all. She sleeps. She just just turns on her heels and just walks out super mad. You can see it in her stomp. She's really upset. But she leaves. Okay, upstairs. You go to uh, talk to Tarina. Yeah. I guess I open up the door and kind of poke my, eh, stick my head in. Tarina is just, like, angrily scribbling in a notebook. Then it's like, hey, Tarina, and just, like, slowly approaches and comes to the next room. Hello. Do you need something? For the record, I thought it would actually be a cool idea if you did dress up, if you did disguise yourself as the war matron. <laughs> silence. Uh, this heavy, intense, <laughs> awkward silence reigns supreme in this room. It's, yeah. They're like, Ellie, Kayanthi. What are you doing? Um, I, I guess, guess I'm gonna go some point of, I guess. I, I, yeah, I guess we're just both hanging out. I mean, and... I mean, there's nothing else to do, and the others are fine. I want to go upstairs as well. Yeah, you would have gone upstairs. Yeah, we're, we're both okay. upstairs. Okay. upstairs, okay. And so, has anyone actually explained to her that we we managed it and that yeah. the Warbridge has left? I'll explain it to her since I'm there. Okay, okay I'm gonna explain it to her. Okay. Um, so I managed to convince the, like, magically convince the war matron that there were no arcane elves here. Let's hope it sticks. That's the kind of thing that'll stick, right? Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, so I suppose our next step is to go ahead and take our drow friends and head out of town, right? Yeah. We should probably go find our tattoo man. That's right. Trina, are you almost finished with your journal? What? Are you almost finished with your journal? Oh, if you're waiting up for me, I can just stop. Well, we don't want to leave you behind, that's for sure. Yes, let's get going. I guess we all continue to awkwardly get our bags. Yeah. In a rush, I assume, because we're going to be on the run now. So it's not act too rushed, though, because oh. then it'll still look sneak. Like, right, right. Yeah. Yes, of course. So you guys. Okay. Uh, it's still tense between this group, but you guys manage to ease it a little bit, and you go downstairs. <clears throat> the uh, arcane boys have gathered their things and are, are waiting, and um, Deirdre has. Already, um, essentially offered her own blood to them, um, so Ferris is good, um, but, uh, like, um, Kenaris and Narte are still a little peckish. Okay, well, Kianthi turns to Luna, um, so you fed them before, correct? Yeah. How does that, um, work? I, um, I, I just, um, with Ellie's help, just put some blood into a vial or cup and then let them drink from that so that they wouldn't go into some sort of frenzy 
on accident. I see. That'd be a lot harder to recover from. Starts to turn a little bit pale, just just a little. And she's like, oh, how how would that work? No, no, I'm like, I guess you can be a little more less squeamish than that, but it doesn't seem very clean to be bitten and then drink from. Barry still has syringes, so he just kind of like holds one up and like hangs them to his the other two, and Kenny's just like, "Hey, this is awkward. Who's who's donating? I can donate. I will donate, I will donate as well." Okay. I don't want Luna to use, use up all her blood on you because she's a nice person. Aw, oh, thanks. I'll try to. Um, so they um, pass the syringe um, to Luna. Okay, can I also do a constitution save to see if she faints or not? Uh, yeah, you both need to do like... a con save to see if you faint. Oh boy. It's, uh -huh. it's not that high. That's real. You're not losing a lot. Oh, I got a nat 20. Hallelujah. It likes Ooh, me 19. Now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Fine. Um, you both contribute enough for them to be sated. Uh, so, Deirdre says, well, um, I'm not exactly sure how you're going to leave. The city's still in lockdown. <clears throat> uh, if, I think, like, if we wait a little bit, then, like, it would still look like we're not on the wrong. So you could try to make an, like, is there any way we could get an exception or something? That because we are outsiders and we're going outside instead of coming inside? Particularly if... Wasn't there going to be a, a secret pathway that we were going to take? That we were researching? <laughs> is that outside the, ta the city? He's forward and he's like, I mean, we could take the sewers. Narte is just like, I... That's an option. Don't like that idea. Second it, Kanara. Second really it indeed. That, no, that was Narte. He was like, I really don't like that idea. Yeah, I really don't like that idea. And, and I mean, I doubt people will be walking down the sewers. I mean, I think that sounds fine. I really. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. It's one of those things where it's like it's a temporary necessary evil. Oh, how very disgusting. I do. Uh, how, how how large are the sewers? Will they fit people? Um, he he pulls out this like old old map, and then Deer's just like, I'm so wondering where that fit. Well, I have a schematic, but it's a bit old, so the city's probably expanded on it a little bit. But it's if these schematics are accurate, then yes, we can stand in it, and we'll have to traverse slowly, but we can do it. I guess we have a plan. <laughs> then, um... Tarina, amidst all of this, um, you hear a little voice in your head and this slight touch on your shoulder as you hear Arturo talk to you briefly. He says, I can see you're in, um... Bit of a tangle. I can take care of your little drow friend. You don't mind me masquerading as you for a little bit. Appreciate that. Can I ask what you intend to do? <sighs> well, we'll do what we intended to do originally. Bring um probably just charm the boy and bring him out to Fairy Circle. Though it might take a few days, it might take 
longer because there's supposedly a lockdown of sorts. But it benefits me as much as it benefits you to have this done. And it seems like it's a little difficult for you to get it done. I appreciate the help. Oh. Is he in the right now? Um, yeah, like you can, um, he's... Do I see the beautiful man again? Do I see him? Make, make wisdom checks. Yay! Oh, us? Yeah, all three of you, make, make wisdom checks. <laughs> yeah. One. <gasps> Me too. I got uh, a natural 16? one. What? You got a natural one? No, I got a natural one. Oh, good. Yeah. Show the house to your viewers now. Oh, look at this nastiness. I got 16. Yeah. What that um, sonic real time dub reference yeah. going on? Let's do it. You don't. You're not exactly sure, but you do sense like. Um, briefly, like another presence in the room, and there's like sort of like this really faint kind of sparkle behind Trina, and then like after a moment, it's gone, and that's really all you perceive. Yeah, Trina, like with Luna being next to Trina, she just kind of like leans forward and looks like kind of turns her head to look at the sparkles. <laughs> Magic. Um. If he's still there, I just want to put, like, my hand on top of his hand that's on my shoulder. Um, you, it goes, it, it basically goes through. So, he's, like, you, you get the sense that it's, like, a projection of him being there and not really him physically. Well, I appreciate the help. That'd be nice. Yes. You, um. The, yeah, and, like, the, the last thing you see is, like, just, like, his image kind of, like, vanishing in that, like, the smile that you've come to, um, recognize is the last thing that fades. Okay, um, Ryu, uh, I uh, suppose, um, oh, wait, before you go, there's something I need to talk to, and she, she points, she goes over to Ellie. Ellie. Um, this is... I think you have a spell for me? It's very subtle. I mean, I've kind of spent from that whole fight. No, what I'm saying is someone else put a spell on you. It was so subtle, I haven't noticed it until now. Um, it took me a while to even... Did they? Uh, well, what I'm trying to say is, um, this sort of spell was... I'm looking at my arms and my hands. Luna's getting ready to uh, use her last spell slot for Dispel Magic. It's, um, well, uh, I, it's been on you a long time. And it's intended as a protection spell. The, um... If I had more time, I could probably, you know, pick it apart a bit more. But uh, seeing as you're ready to go, there's um, I can't. But um, it's probably been on you since you were born. And if any indicator, she kind of like, you see like this like kind of like her own magic kind of like spark as she like kind of like 
like, kind of hand hovers, like, around you, trying to, like, get a sense of this. It's just like, I... If any indicator, if my... It's about a hundred years old, but you're... How old were you? Well, I've... I've only been alive for, like, 16 years. She kind of looks, th- looks down thoughtfully. Well, it's, least, it's not bad. It's At intended. least from what I can remember from my upbringing. Well, I, I can tell you it's intended to protect you. Um, if you do find Yilva Mace, he's definitely a mage of caliber that could tell you more about it. Do you, do you know who casts this on me? Is there, is there any type of magic that you could do? Um, I can, did I give her, let me check what I, what spells I need her. try this and so she um you see her like hold on to like this necklace on her and then she kind of carves out like a few um under common symbols that are sort of joined with it. uh, it's like in our it's an archaic form of our under common and uh, she carves it out in the air and then taps your nose um it's, 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 it's a very subtle spell. It's ancient, it's old. Um, I don't really know a name for it, but it's intended to sort of protect you in a way where um, uh, people would, who would hurt you would forget about you in a way. Like, um, and you would, um, it's hard to put a pin on it, but I would say whoever cast this on you was probably your mother. As the caster had to have shared a very deep connection with you. But it's, it's, it's masterfully done. She's just like, she, she kind of like sits back and she's just like, I, um, I haven't, it's, it's done emotionally. So uh, magic kind of translates a little differently than it does emotionally, since it really just translates into intentions. So whatever you think, um, the, the intentions were to protect you. Um, and then she... Um, I hope that will suffice for now. That's about all I can do. Uh, do you think this spell affects the war matron at all? Uh, it's possible that it would. Um, but it seems to actually... Let me have her do an arcana check. Wow, okay. It seems to actually 
deflect the attention of Faye, actually. So by extension, perhaps we would en encompass the, the a drow or anyone with, you know, evil intention towards you. It's, um, uh, like, out of game, it's sort of like, you know how in Lord of the Rings, like, hobbits have this, like, ability to just be, like, not noticed? That's like a... Oh, yeah. That, it's, yeah. That, it's kind of along the lines of that. Where, like, people overlook... Like, it's intended that people will overlook her. You're a hobbit, Ellie. So... It's beautiful. They forget me? Is that... Is well, they won't forget you immediately, but in their minds they'll perceive you as someone who's not important, and then later forget how to, just as a face on the street. So that would be my guess. Um, so if there is any fae with like um, a direct um, intention to hurt you, it um, might deflect that as well. Um, and then that's all I can tell you about that right now. <laughs> I mean, that's, see, that's, that's wonderful. Uh, I mean, it'd be, it'd be really great if it was my mom. Well, I, I guess my birth mom. Uh, it, all indicators show that it is a blood relative. She turns to Trina. Um, this Trina, you as well also have a bit of a spell on you. It's, um, she, she casts the same spell on you that she cast on Ellie. It's, um, I also think it was intended as a good thing. Um, I recognize it as sort of, um, what we call an inhibitor spell where um, children who have magical prowess are sort of hit and inhibited that, so that they don't hurt themselves. Um, and it's been on you a long time. Um, it was cast emotionally. And if I were to guess, it was also put on you probably by your mother. Um, the intention here, as it was emotionally cast, is to conceal and to protect you. So if, if you want to find out more, um, you'd have to have another hive, and if Illumaze would also be able to tell you more about this spell and who cast it, though, you might have to be able to spend time with it. Um, let me see. Let me have her. Okay. No, no, she doesn't know this time. I'm not sure what type of person would have cast this, but I do believe it probably was also a blood relative. Well, they, they were certainly wrong in what they did. But thanks for letting me know. 
course. Can I ask you something? Are you asking What? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've been noticing with my druid magic that something's just feeling off. I don't know, do you sense anything around me? Uh, um... You seem sort of normal, but... It does seem like um, something is. It's like the circuit's not quite complete or it's damaged in some way. The magic's sort of an intuitive thing. Um, difficult to explain. Um, though we are pretty close to the tomb of Priotriac. That might have an effect on it. Hmm. She and the druidic gods don't have a good history. <laughs> there's like another, another, wow, there's so many tense silences. British is like quiet, confused. <laughs> This is usually the part in the soundtrack where the music swells as we realize the characters are reaching an understanding about themselves or something. I don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. Uh, <clears throat> then uh, Rierich steps forward and he says, uh, I just wanted to say thanks for all you've done for me. I didn't really have people I could call friends until now. And, um, he pulls out these little bracelets out of his pocket. It's just like, I, I, and I had Nessa pick these out, but I put like a little spell on them. So, um, uh, you see Kira, this green one's for, for Ellie. It's, it's a, it's a gold chain bracelet with little, like, semi-precious stones embedded at a point. Or, is it green one's for Ellie, and red one's for Kaelthi, and... Blues for Luna and purples for Tarina. If you want guys, uh, you guys tap the, the stone twice, it will uh, make the other ones light up. So he, he's like, he, he reaches over and, and pushes the the light on the not the light the um, the stone on Ellie's and he like pushes it twice and then the other bracelets like light up green. Um, so if you guys you can get creative with it, uh, if you ever need to contact me, you can push it four times. And he, he holds up like his own bracelet and says, um, it, it's like, uh, it has a white stone on it. It's like, push it four times, it'll light up, and then I'll try to get in contact with you. I don't really know. Oh. Which I'll buy me. But, uh. Thank you are too sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Riorik, these are beautiful. And I just like... Can we hug Riorik? Can we give Riorik a hug? I'm so proud. We're gonna bring it in! Bring it in! Group hug! Roll to group hug or do just group hug? So, do we step on the toe? In the group hug is held in the group hug. Um, and then, uh... He, uh... He, he turns to Trina and says, I think I have you to thank the most. Um, 
not really sure why you decided to meddle, but my life's a lot better because you did. And I just wanted you to know that you'll always have a friend with me. Tamina. All I got was silence on the other end. Nicole, are you there? You muted Nicole. Sorry, sorry, I had to walk away for a second. What? Sorry. <laughs> Wait, walk away. There was a heartfelt moment for you. Yeah. Sorry, I, I got the, we got the bracelets, everyone went in for a hug, and then my mom was, like, screaming about the cat. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, you need to be listening, I love it. This well, one, no, cat's important. the hug, whoever wanted to be a part of it, you guys break apart, and Re-Eric turns to Tarina and says, I think I have you, Tarina, to thank the most. I'm, I'm not sure why you decided to meddle, but um, my life's a lot better because you did... And I just want you to know that you'll always have a friend with me. He kind of gives you like a little smile. I hope you feel the same a little bit. Um, I kind of awkwardly smile back. I'm like, thanks. That that means a lot. You know, you guys kind of awkwardly shift around, and then uh, <clears throat> Narte is just like, okay, uh, let's get this show on the road, I suppose. Um, well, hold on. I want to try this out. This is wonderful. So, Chianti taps it twice. They all light up. Oh, this is wonderful. I wonder how we can use this for, how we can help out each other with this. How bright does it glow? Um, no, we'll have to just that. You know the watches that light up when you push the button? When you ske- we have a sketchers, you can stamp down your foot? It's not that bright. Those are really flashy. Oh, no. Like, you know, like, oh, okay. school watches where you had to push a button, it would, like, have this underglow and you could read the watch? Oh, like a backlight sort of thing. Backlight, yeah. Yeah. That's the literally the watch that I am presently wearing. It's the buddy signal. For the buddy system. If you need some help, we just signal the buddy signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. That's a good idea. Okay. Are you guys ready to go? Oh, I like our friendship. Penelope says no, but she's going to go anyway, because she just knows she's going into the sewers, and she's not looking for it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Are we going to have to wait to get a long rest in there? Um, you guys... I mean... You guys could probably get rested if you wanted to. Because, um... Like, uh, you guys successfully convinced the, the war matron to, to leave and think that she was just wrong. So, so. We, do we want to, like, long rest in the sewers? So you guys, go I don't know what you guys want to do. Sure. I mean, I'm at one hit point right now. <laughs> you so. were resting when you were writing in your journal? That was not an hour. Not an hour. <laughs> Okay, well, we, did, we already did this heartfelt goodbye. We're just gonna be like, all right, next we're going to stay a little bit longer and then walk out and do another heartfelt goodbye. Or shall we just pretend we did it or something? It, we pretend that it's late in the evening before bed and we're going to leave before they all wake up. Okay. There. Genius. Okay. All 
Alright, so you guys retire. Um, and, uh, go to bed. I love that we're not trying to get Lana back. Like, we have her blood, Viles. I thought but she was going to be in the portal when we went to the portal, but we didn't find her in the portal, so I don't know what we're doing. Everyone was cool. Are, are you saying that in character? <laughs> or has... Yeah, at some point she'd be like, it's so it's so nice that we're just leaving Atlanta. Don't know where she is? Doesn't matter. I, I don't know how we can... There's an interruption earlier. Really. She is a pretty capable person, though. How I wish we were able to get her a bracelet so we can figure out what's going on with her. Yeah, I don't know how we would be able to find her. The the portal was closed when we got there. What do you want to do, um, Tarina? I mean, she's, she is your aunt. I mean, I'd like to have her back, but if there's no way for us to find her, then we might as well just leave. Tarina, I'm sorry. Sorry we can't get your, couldn't find your aunt and get her back. Let's, it doesn't matter, let's just keep going. Heavy hearts. Let's, uh, go to sleep. Usually that happens a lot when we're alive. I... To these unfortunate events. Yeah. So you guys just want to rest? Yeah, or sleep now. Okay. Yeah, I want to rest. I want to try to do something. Do I still have the water from the terrapot? Or yep. did I use it all up? Oh, uh, so you could have um, some left. There's not three uses in it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to use it. Okay. You, uh, put it on your hands. Slap the face with it. Uh, concentrate. You um, feel the dreamlike state come over you, and uh, the familiar. You hear um snoring on the other end. Mister <laughs> uh. Mister mm. Archibald. Oh. Mm. Oh. Hi, it's 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 me again. Oh, Ellie. Oh, hello. Oh, it's always nice to hear from you. A little late for my own bones, but watch as this young druid. I'm sorry to call you so late, but, you know, there's been something that's been weighing heavy on my conscience. Oh! 
Tell me it would be very helpful. Okay. Okay. Well, if you make good friends with mages, they can help you a lot with a lot of things. But I do believe there are um, uh, certain points in iron which is, which is the continent, oh. where, um, the lines of reality fade a bit. Portals sort of occur naturally and cross over, uh, So you'll, um, if you want to go to Boro Gavar, It's, um, it's pretty out of the way for you, it's, uh, you'd have to go, I don't even name this island, but, um, I can name it right now. <laughs> uh, if you go to this... You have to go through the Elven Principalities to get to the island of Valarin. Mm-hmm. Valarin? Yes. It's in the northeastern part. It's, um, pretty secluded. Um, judging by your friend's accent, I think, um, Adlana actually came from there. Family, probably. And, um. The um, Lord. yes. A naturally occurring portal happens there. You'll be able to get to Borogavar from that point. Though it's uh, locals are, um. Locals there are tasked with protecting relics. And, uh. 
much, um, pretty much more open-minded when it comes to dealing with demons and devils and folk from other planes. So I can see that's uh, kind of where Mothlana's mentality might have shown up at some point. People there, um, well, they're a bit edgy, <laughs> as the young folks say. Go there, um, ask around, probably find what portal is. One more question. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Is there any way for us to contact Edmana? You know, I, I'm not Fast playing is not exactly my specialty, but I can imagine an amplified sort of scrying mirror or seer stone or something like that could probably cross planes and contact her. Okay. Sorry, I can't be more help to you. So, you know, if you want to talk about gardening, I can write a whole book on that one. <laughs> no, no, you've been you've been a great help. Poor Sally. That's it. I'm an old turtle who needs to sleep. Okay. Good night. Night. Good night. We will feed back into consciousness. If you guys don't mind, I would like to go talk to Tarina. Don't mind it. I'll go ahead. Alright, yeah, so... After that message, just in the middle of the night, I'm just gonna knock on Tarina's door. Hello? Oh, hello? Hi! Just come in. Hi! Hey. Why, why are you still awake? Um. Sorry, I just can't sleep. You know, elf things. I point to my ears and stuff. Um, are you okay? <laughs> Am I okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, there was just a lot that happened today. Sorry we didn't kill the war matron. I know you had I know. our best interest. It would have been. Sorry, you go. I mean, it would have been preferable, considering she almost killed me and she wiped out your entire race, apparently. I just thought that that would be the smarter move, but... I was very clearly outvoted. I know it's against your judgment, but I'm glad that you, well, very hesitantly didn't want to kill her. Doesn't mean a lot. Oh, don't get me wrong. I still want her dead. I'm just not doing anything about it right now. Um, how did you find out about my people? 
know-how. You read it in my book. Well, yeah, I, I read it in your journal, but... How did you find out that she's been killing the Eladrin? Ellie, do you understand that I literally cannot tell you and that I explained it in the... It doesn't matter. Oh. Um... I... I was told by someone who knew your people very well about what had happened to your people. Hello? Do you, do you trust me? I trust you to do the good thing. Okay. That's a relief. It's just... It's weird that you know so much about my people and that they basically kind of signed you up for all of this. I only know one fact about your people, Ellie. Just who killed them, that's it. But, either way. <laughs> well, I, I know about another portal to find Atlanta. There's one in, in Valarin, the northeastern part. Okay, I, I don't think I've ever been there. Apparently that's where your aunt hails from. That's... You think, you think that's where she's living, right? Do you think that's where her family is? Well, I was able to talk to Terrify and she said that she has strong connections there. He, he said based off her accent, he oh, could yeah. reasonably assume that she was from there. Strong... Yeah, and she has strong ties there. If, honestly, if that's where her village is... Wait, do I know where her village is? Though, so, um... What he means is, um... That, uh, Adlana's, like, actual blood family, like, her, her mother and her father, um... Like, that's where they're from. And so she would have spent like early childhood there. Okay. Um, her the village that she was chiefess of, chiefess that is chief chiefess of, is in the Arcanic Empire in the Violet Lands. Okay. Well, we can hopefully find her and let her family know. She's all right. Well, if... I know you guys are helping me find Ulamaze, helping me with my whole quest. But if you want to find your aunt, that's okay. I just... 
like quickly rush in. I give her a tight hug, and then I just go back to my room. Kind of awkwardly stand there for like half a moment, and then close the door and go back to bed. Okay. So you guys get a full on, you get a full rest. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> D&D so stressful. Hey, this is just paper. Paper and feelings, hon. Apparently. Can Luna do something really quick? At least I think it'll be quick. Um, sure. Is it in the morning or before you sleep? While sleeping. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's, cause she's confused about the magic thing. Okay. So... At first, is she too far away to actually, like, come across her mom? Is that, like, a dis- geographical distance thing? No. Okay. So first, she's going to see if she can find her mom. Like, if that the wall is being, the, like, if that weird wall thing is, like, that significant that she can't contact her mom. Okay, so you are attempting to use the Druid Dreamscape to contact your mom. Yeah. Okay, make a um, general wisdom check. Okay. Plus four, 23. Okay, yeah. You, um, I'd say that's successful. You sort of enter into the Druid dreamscape um, through um, mental practices and the guiding hand of your mother. You fall into the kind of familiar grassy fields and, and glade that encompasses the general, like, druidic dream. Um, and you reach out basically, like, with your intention and call out to her and across the ephemeral dream plane this is, you grab hold of a small, like, figment of her and then pull her towards you, and the um, image of Jade shows up. Uh, Describe Jade for us. Um, she's a wood elf. She's a bit taller than Luna. She's got like long, straight, you know that shade of hair that's like, some people say it's blonde and some people say it's brown and then it starts arguments sort of thing? It's that color? Dirty blonde. Yeah, dirty blonde. Um, and I she has that color, it's brown. Anyway. <laughs> There's the argument you're looking for. Yeah, and um, Luna has her eyes, so. I'm coming for you next, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, she's also very... Hmm. Would I call her graceful? Is she graceful? No, she's not. No, she's not graceful. Okay. No, she's not. She's kind of clumsy. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> uh, so, she uh, kind of materializes... Yeah. And, and, and you, she like reaches out for you and then you kind of like dream hug I guess and mm-hmm. she's like what I haven't and she she kind of like holds your, your face and like brushes your hair and she's I'm covered in blood I don't know if your dream suit would be covered in blood no <laughs> she's like 
You've called out to me for the first time. I wanted to act like I was self-reliant. <laughs> well, I always did want you to be your own person. So, tell me about your, your pilgrimage. Have you, have you been keeping up with you know, your druidic practices and protecting nature and like, um, healing the sick? What, what have you been doing? Uh-huh. And she like tells her a little bit about it, like in summary sort of thing, but then gets to like, I've, I've noticed like while I'm shape-shifting or um, casting spells, like it feels like there's this wall that I have to climb over to get to it. And I don't know why it's doing that lately. She looks thoughtful, pensive, and considers it. Well, have you... Uh, are, where are you, exactly? We're, we're in Toril. We're going to be leaving in the morning. Hmm. It could be your um, proximity to Briotreac's tomb. It's a not a well-told story, but um, ever noticed that there isn't a druidic god of death? You know, death is part of the cycle of life. Mm-hmm. It's because Briotrek was that god. And, but in ancient times, she... She grew power-hungry, essentially. And decided that the world... Would, um, will basically be holding to all of her pestilence and disease and sicknesses, and that um, she she essentially tried to um, create an undead army and overtake the world. And well, as you can imagine, the other druidic gods didn't really like that. Agree. Fully agree with that, and so. They cast her down and bound her in the depths of the earth. And from her rage and blood, the drought was born. All of her creations are essentially a mockery of nature itself. And, well, her dark power could be what's impeding you and your connection to Mylupia. Could also be how you're choosing to use the powers. But um, I'd say it's probably best for you to get out of the mountain as soon as you can. But what about the drow that we know? What is there to do about the drow we know? You can... They can leave if they... Oh, the drow... Oh, sorry. The drow and Vergus. Um, yeah. Do they affect... Hmm. That is quite a conundrum. 
I'm not sure. Um, I've never really noticed any interactions with Bray Blay that have been impeded. Are you perhaps around anything else? Uh, anything that's not a drow? Or um, any sort of strange magic? <clears throat> I'm wondering if she would actually, if the arcane elves would actually occur to her as being strange. Yeah, I think strange. Um, as like, well, do Ellie and I intelligence check. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah, it would occur. Really? Like, okay. Hey, I mean, there's kind of this. She did ask for other people. Yeah. Um, we did meet a, a trio of these arcane elves. That could be it. Why would that be? Well, the, um, the drow might be, um, sort of overlooked as a direct creation of Briotriac, seeing as she is still a druidic god, despite her essential casting out and binding. But creatures that have been created by curses or have been made are not, are essentially perceived as warped nature that is inherently bad. And do you know how the arcane elves came to be how they occurred as a race? A little bit. Well, the short story is that there were a group of, I think they were albino drows that were ostracized and began to live in the surf above ground. And they met Faye. And well, essentially they liked each other and started intermarrying and um, the drow didn't take kindly to this and I don't remember which drow matriarch did it but from then on they became a cursed race and she essentially warped their existence and cursed them and all of their kin and offspring into being what we know as arcane elves they are a created race a race that was made by twisted magics and not recognized as you know, something or creatures or living things that have been created by um, the hands of deities. So it could be if you are drawing closer to these arcane elves that Mylukia might find a direct insult in that.
And if I disagree, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's been long enough for arcane elves to matriculate into the ecosystem and count as, like, a part of the natural order, right? It's more of, um... that their existence is inherently wrong to her. And that, um... Luna looks very frustrated. Sorry, that doesn't seem to be the quite the answer you wanted, but that is what I would probably assume. Okay, well, Lukia can get over herself, if you ask me. The <laughs> Jade sort of chuckles. Well, I suppose not even gods are perfect. I do believe with time she might change her mind. But, um... I've just come to accept things as they are, as it is not my ability to change them. Not within my power to change perspectives of other people, even gods. I can't think of anything else to say, but I guess, like, yeah, wrap up. We wrap up conversation. Yeah, she she puts her hands on your shoulder and says, Luna, whatever you decide, we'll be all right with me. And then, um... And hugs and tell everyone I said hi. Well, um... You'll... Like, you'd probably like to know that the lock has made it to the city that we made it to. He's made it to Nuvon. Hopefully he'll be able to achieve whatever it is he has been trying to do with Nephi. I think he's trying to sell schematics of his creations. Do you know what he's chosen to sell? Or did you just know that's what he's doing? I... I think he's trying to sell, um, you know, he's been very, um... Yeah. I think he's trying to sell, like, that net gun and, you know, other bomb arrows and things he's made and sort of nifty trinkets that he might have come up with. And he was trying to sell a water wheel to some, um, what's his name, that stuffy that everyone hates, um, Billy Amney. I hate that guy. It's terrible to everyone. Oh, this, I'm hanging out with his daughter right now, actually. What? Yeah, she's traveling with us. She's just like... It was a weird, weird circumstances, but yeah. She kind of like has this puzzled... I didn't even know he had a daughter. Yeah, well, she is a half-elf, if that says anything. I didn't even know he had a wife. Wow. The wife would have been human, if that says anything? Probably. Um, let me see if she remembers. 
I, I, you know, he, um, he's supposed to be in my druid circle based on geography, but he's never really shown up for our meetings, and I'm pretty much always been glad he hasn't shown up. I've met him once, and it was unpleasant. I've met anyone so, I don't know, universally cold. <laughs> Universally cold, unfeeling, and disgusting all at once. Almost an unnatural quality to him. Strange and just pretty odd for someone who practices druidry. That does sound odd. And um, you guys chat for a little bit. Yeah. We'll wrap this up. We wake up. You guys wake up. Wake up. Put on a little makeup. Okay, you guys wake up. Grab a brush. Okay, you heard it. <laughs> you already did that before I could. Go, go downstairs. Their candles are uh, packed up, ready to go. Uh, Kenny goes over to Ellie and says, Hey, Ellie. Are you guys ready to go? I think we are. Okay. Right, yeah, I think we're ready to go. Alright. So, uh... Then the closest uh, manhole, I guess, is... You know, we need to go through the back. And I mean, we're in Toro. It's, it's a drow hole. Drow hole? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Then. Sorry, uh, drow hole. So, uh... uh Ferris, where are we going? <laughs> He holds up the map and turns and just walks outside. And you guys, I assume, will just follow him because you're going through the back. He walks through the back door of the Braden estate. And then um, you, he, like, goes to the... They have, like, kind of like a little, like, enclosed backyard with, like, a small garden and, like, a bench. Um, it's not, like, super well kept or tended to, but it's there. And, uh, he goes to, like, the gate. Yeah, the back gate of this exterior wall and kind of eases it open. You see him look around. Should the of us cast path, Pass Without Trace? Man, it's wrong words. I'll do it. Just kidding, I don't have any spells. But I don't see anyone right now. It's not that far. Yeah, let's try to keep our reserves. I mean, if we hear good, someone, good point. if we hear something coming, we can cast cast it. I have go first. I I believe I can sneak around a little bit better than others, perhaps, and I can let you know when it's clear. Uh, that's true. That's that's not creepy at all. All right. No. We're going down the sewer. Yeah. So um, yeah, we find a giant spider and become friends with it. Yay! I was trying to become friends with the Naki hunting, but okay. Ferris is just like I mean the man the drow is literally right there. Well, it's um it's technically like a great. I mean, let's just go. You guys skirt along the edge of the the like exterior walls and come to so it, the entrance of the sewers is concealed behind this like 
thick wall of moss that has grown from the outside come over and break down. And he looks at like a curtain. Yeah, like a curtain. He looks at the map and he like pulls it aside. And behind it, you see these rusted bars. Um, he kind of like nods at, at Narte, who then just grabs the bars and he's like, <laughs> he's like, they're pretty rusty, so kind of just tries one off and then don't scratch yourself. Um, puts it aside. He's like. This sort of gesture tree, guys, to um, kind of all like skitter in there, and you guys come to um, behind the curtain of plant mass is a dimly lit passageway that leads down a small hallway into a ladder. The three arcane elves go to the ladder, kind of like look down it. You see them make like some strange gestures at each other, and then at the end, you you. You see um, Canaris and Various look pretty pleased with themselves, and Narta kind of like scuffed the ground frustrated. And then he like just, just like, and he, he gets on the ladder and starts going down. Okay, let's see. Let's see a damn wife getting a big old book. Okay, let's see. I think you Could you tell before what I was doing? What? No. This doesn't work with a lag. I don't know. One, okay. two, three. I did it. Yes, I'm glad you guys got on to what I was doing. <laughs> you guys. It's cute. I like this. He's descending. You hear this ladder kind of. You hear wine. The, the wine of like metal. <laughs> And it sounds like the metal has broke. The, the metal broke. We'll see if oh, he. The, the ladder? Yeah. Uh oh. Okay, okay. He. The, the ladder broke, and then, like, you see the two other. You see Tenaris go. You see, like, kind of, like, scrambles and, and um, tries to grab, like, the top of it. See, I'm thinking. Um, but it, like, he can't grab it, so, like, the ladder clangs against the ground. And Narte, um, you hear this. Sad. Um, and, and as you guys kind of like gather and poke your head down, Narte has landed safely, um, and then he like has kind of like awkwardly grabbed onto the ladder to prevent it from climbing around anymore. And he's just like, he kind of like positions the ladder around and then like puts it against the wall. Did it? Wait. Should we use our rope again? It's only like a fifteen foot drop. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did it, did it make a loud clang at all, or no? Yeah, it did. It made kind of a clang. Um, I, uh, can I just make a perception check just to see if, like, yeah, if it afraid. alerted anything? Or... Whoa! That went wild. What wild? Does it count as a critical? Nope. It was cocked before, but... Rolled it again, it was pretty terrible. It's a nine. Okay, so after this clang, you kind of look around, and, and it's still really early hours. Like, no one's really, people really aren't out. It'd be like the equivalent to like five in the morning or something like that. And um, 
I don't think anyone is really paying attention to that. Like, they're either in a deep trance or just don't care at least so really. Um, after Narte kind of signals for people to come down, Ferris just drops, uh, followed by Kenny, and they sort of step aside, and then, um, Kenny kind of, like, holler, whispers, or just like, okay, if you could drop or have a rope, I mean, I'll catch you. Kathy can just jump down and be fine. I will jump down and be fine. Yeah, um, those, are two, those of you who are jumping down, um, do with Dex, check. Those of you... Oh, she was still fall, she's fine. So, oh, that's definitely the key point, hold up. What if I roll no, good, okay? Does it? does it? I thought it was just a reaction. Here, it is a reaction, never mind. You know more than I do, whatever. Anyway, I rolled... Let's talk about what I rolled first. I rolled a 19. Yeah, no problem. You land... So I'm fine. Absolutely fine, yeah. You you land. Uh, yeah, I'm just... I'll climb down. Yeah, I'm just gonna get... Tie some rope... To the, um... To the end of, like, the broken ladder. Because, like, it broke off, right? Yeah, it broke off. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Like, I'll just like, like, do a square knot, come down. Um, Trina, I'm assuming you're gonna follow follow with the rope. I'm gonna try to jump. Okay. Cool. Yay! Do it. Are you gonna jump into Canaris's arms, or are you going to jump onto the floor? Oh, I'm gonna jump into his arms if he'll let me. Yes. <laughs> you yes. have Dex. You have a, you have you have advantage. He steps back as soon as he jumps. That would be fine. Sixteen. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you yeah. and he he catches you in his beefy arms, and then just puts you down. Thank you. Welcome. Beef. Beef is good. You guys can turn and look down the hallway. Uh, the light down here is dim as there is a um, sort of like a light. Uh, it's like a system. There we go. A light system that goes along the walls, probably generated magically. Um, as a gas lamp would be a terrible idea down here. Um, you can see um, there's light along the walls, but uh, some of the light fixtures are in disrepair. The floor here is slick with the moisture from the air, and you hear water running in the pipes above you as well as further down the walkway. Um, do you continue forward? All right, DM White, this is very important. Okay. What does it smell like? It smells terrible. <laughs> Describe it. Paint a, a smelly <laughs> picture for me. Kayopin is weeping. Her eyes are already watering. Yeah, like, that was watering. Right, right here, it's not so bad, but, like, you know that, like, dumpster smell where, like, it kind of, like, it's just... Here, it's a lot of, like, it mostly smells... Let me see. Yeah, bad. Huh? <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> what's the what's the city that the the dump is in? Milpitas. Yeah, it has a Milpitas tank. Nothing against all Milpitas rivers. 
<laughs> and Luna tie like a bandana across her face just to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm. Uh, she now has a bandana. I'm tying my my long leaf hair in front of my face. Very Making much a leaf beard. The, yeah, very much in my leaf beard fashion. That one paper. Doesn't my chaos they get like a bunch of soaps that smelled nice once? Yeah, she did. She did. Well, you have to okay, so she's gonna take those in a bag and like put it under her head so she got like nice smelling stuff to counteract the nasty. Okay, okay, so like she's just take it in you take it on. An ex you know, you adjust the belt that you have. It's like this block like sash and then you adjust it so that it has more length on one end and you kind of like wrap it around your head and then bind it with like a little knot and then just stuff it with, with soap. It's definitely so. prepared. She's been. Uh, you have prestidigitation. I think you can make smells with prestidigitation. Yeah, you can make smells. But it's like a cubic feet. They don't get my head anyway. It smells like dumpster after the rain. So it has the uh, dumpster smell dumb, kind of dumbed down. But it's it, soggy dumpster it's smell. Soggy dumpster smell. <laughs> dumpster smell. That makes it worse. Girl. Ar arguably, uh, arguably, very much worse. Uh, uh, you know, like Kenny. soggy great mall. Sorry. <laughs> You know, you see most of your canoid boys grimacing. I Kenny's know. like, I really don't want to be a dog down here. Don't that be a terrible idea? Agreed. Is there an animal that has less sense of smell than others? No more the dog. Oh, gosh. And Narchi's just like, Various just ties this thing around his, has like another bandana around his face and looks up the map. Points and she's like, this way. So as you um, continue down this pathway, the walls are covered with dwarven runes, and um, so there are some points that appear to have been painted over in, in graffiti, essentially. You have, um, in, in crude and childish artwork, you have the um, classic uh, plethora of curse words strewn across the walls, a hello people, and then a Smattering of the male reproductive organ because that's pretty I'm I'm expecting like you you know when whenever you go into like a public bathroom uh -huh. and there's oh just like graffiti vigorously yeah. scratched onto the wall. Yeah. Three oh nine nine. And uh, as you go, you actually see there are some points. Here it says Varys is cool, and someone scratches it out. Varys is dumb. Varys is dumb. Varys smells cool. As you walk, you see there are some points where there's actually a plaque that's been like punched into the wall with a. Nails. There we go. Get the awards. There's undercommon written on it. You read it, and they yeah. appear—they appear to be street names. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like street names, or like street names. Names. <laughs> like like street names. Like the, above yeah. you is this street. We're not cool enough for street names. So you. Do you know where we are in the city now? Like, oh, we're getting close to the edge. You are in the center, ish, oh. because you you didn't move that far from the Braden house. Oh, you've like a general idea of where you are. Um, along the way, you see rats scatter across the ground and vanish into various holes or cracks or crevices. And... 
walking down this pathway, you see that there are little enclaves of just um, like that extend like five feet into like a rounded sort of like nook. Does anyone want to investigate the nooks? Sure, I'll investigate. All right. I shall investigate the nooks. Okay. Yami will mind her own business, her own books. All right. 16. Okay, so Luna, you peer into one of the nooks and you you see that there are, um, it looks to be like these kind of like big shelves, um, kind of carved into the wall. Um, there appears to be like, um, a gathering of like blankets and like, um, rusted, you know, cutlery or, or, like, cups or whatever, you know, like, you can gather... Oh, homeless population. Yeah, probably homeless live down here. There, oddly, there is also, like, a, a cow skull with a hinge on it, and you're, like, kind of pick it up. Hold it. Hold it. What? Um, you're not really sure, but it's big enough to wear as a hat. So. Here, let's put this on. Who's putting it on? Wait, are you doing it? Make it, make, make, you have to make, he's just like. Persuasion, I guess? You gotta make a persuasion check. He looks at you blankly as he's just like, what? Come on, dude. It'll be fun. <laughs> Eleven. He just turns around and walks down the hallway. He's just like, no. We're like, what was the clear going with 19? I think I think we're three minutes making more that thing. Exactly. If you put this on, I will set you up on a date with my brother. He just grabs it, puts it on his head. He's like, and he starts dancing with it on. He's just like. (laughs) Sure. Similar things, you know. It's big. Yeah, I rolled a twelve. Big shelves, um, a, a, a blanket, um, and um, there, there's a like a, a little satchel in the corner that's kind of been poorly hidden behind some crumbling uh, raw, uh, stone. Did you say a satchel. A satchel. Yep. Can I just? I'm just gonna poke my stick and just kind of peek inside of it. Okay, so you poke it. There's no reaction. Do you wanna? Yeah, I'm just wanna gonna like try to like flip up, flip open the lid. I, I'm just like taking like the, the butt end of my staff and just slowly opening it. It opens and um, oh, rolls this sort of this mushroom with like bright blue spots on it. Make a nature check. Uh, nature. Hey, that's pretty good. 17. Okay, this is on Mellow Shroom. It's a highly hallucinogenic mushroom. Don't. Ah. 
telepathic or telekinetic? Telepathic. I can, I can talk to him uh, from any distance and see through his eyes. Okay. And talk through his mouth. Okay, so he... He talks to you in your mind and asks if it's all right if he goes ahead. Oh, of course. Okay, so he, he goes, um, and I'll let you control Boink at this point. Bunch of drawings. They are super sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what okay. I think I Make a perception check for Blink. Blink. I got a lot of dumb. I'm just trying out, guys. What is his perception? Perception of a wisdom. Oh, 14. Okay. That's pretty good. Across from. He crosses this four-way channel and into the larger room. Um, inside, there's a, a, he hears a smattering of hushed voices and the reflection of the lantern light flickering across murky waters as he, he flies in. There's he sees three he sees a large room with three pools that have grates over them. And there's, like, um, some sort of machinery that's kind of churning these waters. In the center of the room, there's a large red crystal that has, um, basically, like, uh, magic markings around it. Um, and the, um, in, uh, at the far end, uh, at the far side of the Against the wall furthest from you, so the most southern wall of this room, he sees this group of humanoids kind of huddled around this basically like trash fire. <laughs> and there's uh, forge morphs to drow. They appear dirty, emaciated, tired. Uh, their skin is flushed, kind of have like a nervous take, and they're speaking in, 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 you know, quietly to themselves. And that's what he sees. I describe this to the party. Okay. Do you think there's any, like, food-breaking past yet? Like, and hand over to them so that, like, if they are asked if somebody came down through here, they say no? I mean, I, I do have a couple of these, and I pull out, like, a handful of uh, berries. Yeah. I like the idea of bribing them with the good berries. So, uh, you guys... You guys have to cross the canal. Um, it can be done by, like, outstretching your legs. So, um, all of you just make dex checks. It's not a very high DC, and it will... It won't end badly. Yeah. Alright, check this out. Yeah, they all laugh. This is not me. I'm not very funny. 19. Oh, 19. Nice. Oh, All the arcane boys make it too. There's, there's a moment where, like, Kenny, like, kind of, like, loses his footing a little bit and then, like, Narte from behind just kind of like shoves him and then he can let those forward. <laughs> so they all they all avoid, everyone avoids the sewage water. And who is taking lead? 
You win that cash if nobody else is. Sounds good to me. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll follow behind. The art fiend boys will stay towards the front. What, um, Narte and Canaris and the lead, um, well, they would flank you. Um, so how are you approaching this group? Maybe have, like, just a couple of us go over and, like, the rest, uh, while the rest of us are passing. Okay. Um, Kenny, Kenny nods. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Ooh, how are we splitting up? Um... Ellie, do you want to go up since it's what it's telling you good there is? Uh, sure. Okay. I can go up with her, too. Okay. I want to make sure that they're doing all right as well. Okay. I feel like two is a good number to not, like, completely overwhelm her. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, wait, how many of them are there? Are uh, six total. You six of them? Okay. Well, yeah, I can give them six good parents. Okay. So, uh... Ellie and Luna, you uh, approach the group. Um, oh, Ellie, Ellie, Ellie and Ellie. Oh, Chaothi and Ellie. Okay, Chaothi and Ellie. I are... know it's still in my closet. Ellie, I'm giving you guidance. Okay. Next minute. All right, so you guys walk tentatively forward across the ground of strewn broken bottles and debris and trash and through the filthy air. <clears throat> The, the six of them huddle around this fire, holding in clammy hands, and then one looks up and says, Who's there? Greetings. We don't need any ill will. We're just... I just patented through. They kind of squid... They found us. And then they, they kind of, like, pick up, like, these, um... All, all six of them, like, brandish, like, these broken, you know, like, sticks and, and, and weapons. No, one no, one no. has a broken bottle, and they're just like, oh, it's like no, 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 it's, it's no, okay. I don't know who's hiding, who you're hiding from. We just wanted to, we just wanted to step in with you so you didn't feel like we were trying to attack you or anything. We are just passing by. Make, make a persuasion. We're, we're just here to help. Am I making persuasion? Oh, it's probably saw you. Can you make your first version with your guidance? Because I got a nasty number. I got a mirror. I have to to touch you to give it to you. Well, I I have guidance. Yeah. So the DM allows me to make a first version. Um, yeah, that's fine. You were both talking. Let's see. My persuasion is not bad. Uh, okay, okay. That's a 16. Do what I got. Let's do it. Okay, so they, they kind of nervously shuffle and kind of like hesitantly put their sticks down, but they still have them in their hands and they're just like, no one comes down here. Who are you looking for? What are you doing? We're not looking for You're not here for a stash, are you? They're here for a stash. They're gonna be here for a stash. Look, look, look. So I, like, I pull out a couple of, like, good berries. Let's make a deal. We don't want to be tangled up in anybody's hair. So we'll give you some food. You go about your business. And just pretend that you didn't even see us. 
You will pretend that we didn't even see you. The, the, they, they look amongst themselves, and there's some, like, glances and a little bit of muttered exchanges, and they're like, what in the end? The dwarf says, all right, th throw it. See, see what you got. Here you go. And I, like, throw, like, the six, like, good berries. And they throw them. Like a couple of them reach out, others like kind of like shy away from it. They they seem small, but they can give you enough nutrients for the entire day. Okay. One one of the end who catches it, sniffs it, takes a small bite. More, more, more muttered ex um, exchanges, and, and the one in the middle that is some sort of leader says, "All right, well, let's you two pass, and let my friends pass as well." Friends, who are these friends? They're just their traveling companions. Yeah. Well, you can point at us. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I point towards our traveling party. That's just my farther behind. They, they look over. Are they passing? Are you guys trying to pass them or still hang out at the where you were? We're passing them. Okay, so um, they like jump and are like <laughs> make make one one more persuasion check with advantage because of free food. Seventeen. Doesn't go well. Trina has an idea. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty good. I rolled. Trina, with all the love in my heart, we are not going to kill them. Okay. You know. You know. If they're gonna act a certain way, people gotta assume something about you. Right. I'm sorry for wanting to kill the people who wanted to kill us. <laughs> Alright, so it's fine. I, I rolled a I rolled a twenty six. Okay, okay, yeah. So they uh, look amongst themselves and this instead of muttering and one. Side. It's pretty good. They kind of eye you suspiciously and then like grab the, the good berries off the ground. And they're like, you didn't see us. We didn't see you. And, and they kind of like just like lean back into their the shadows, and, which isn't as effective as you think because you can still see them like because of the firelight. And, and so. I, I do the, the the thing that Sokka does, and I'm like, it's any of us. Okay, what try? So you guys pass through the room. It is ten o'clock. Do you guys want to keep going, or do you guys want to stop? How are you feeling? Uh, well, this is like a good stopping point, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, we will. Five on Dungeon Dragons. Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon, as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs>
Thank you again so much and hope